Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow, doing it live like a crazy person once again with my good friends John and Sue. Happy New Year, my friends. I hope... Hi. Hey. <laughs> I, I hope uh, for both of you and for anybody... Uh, uh, lucky enough to be listening right now that this coming year will turn out to be the best one you have yet experienced and then maybe some more after that too but yeah yeah you know you gotta have a good year if possible so uh welcome back everyone and uh welcome to our new time slot woohoo woohoo It's uh, so early. Yeah, well, there's still there was still like some light in the sky, and it's uh, nice to be uh, you know fully awake. I guess, right? <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, speaking for myself, uh, I did we get the views and opinions disclaimer in there? Because right, because you know these views and opinions, everything coming out of my mouth is me, and the genre and Sue are not responsible. In fact, <laughs> they have tried their best many times to to stop me, and it's failed. So. You know, uh, don't blame them. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, before oh, and before we get into that, I would like to just mention that we do love to hear from our listeners. And uh, because we've decided to simplify things, we're just doing email. Uh, so email contact at civilpoliticsradio.com. That's our dedicated website. You can listen to previous episodes of the show recorded there, even some supplemental stuff. It's it's all great. It's all great. Um, and... Since we're we're doing the show live, if you email us in the first half of the show, then I will be able to read that, and we might be able to respond to it in the second. Yes, indeed. Sweet. We're actually, well, I, we can respond in real time now. It's, it's wild. As opposed to fake time, which is where I like to <laughs> Except live. Except for on Mondays. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. If this is our, if it's Monday after 4 p.m. and you're listening to our repeat Hello, thank you, but sorry, you can't actually get in touch with us <laughs> for a live response right then. But email us, and maybe we'll be able to respond in the following week. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's welcome to the new year. Um, I suppose we could do some kind of retrospective of the previous year, but I think we're all kind of anxious to just sort of start talking about, uh, you know, actual events and whatnot. So, uh I don't know. Well, following up on uh, the last show we did of 2023, where we had uh, uh, the uh, esteemed philosopher and person I've long admired, Cole Nasrallah, on the show. Hi, Cole, if you're listening. Probably she isn't. She might have better things to do. Anyway, um, but uh, yeah. uh, She was wild. Yeah, she's great. Man, is she articulate. Yeah. Yeah, she she was really... They are articulate. Uh, they were really, they were really interesting. Yeah. Um, there's a lot uh, of stuff that I that I've been thinking about throughout the week, uh, and yeah, there was a there was a lot of points that I hadn't really thought of before, which was really great. And I'm really glad that we were ha- a- a- able to to have them on. Yeah, uh, me yeah, too. Lebanon is a democracy. Yeah, yeah. You never hear the, the yeah. U.S. media say that, especially yeah. about Hezbollah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that really like open like made me think about how sovereign states work especially in the middle east and how we refer to them basically how we refer to the military arms of sovereign states when uh when we don't like them well it certainly would be interesting to uh see the u.s department of defense covered in the same way um especially considering it is one of you know just the department of defense if it were its own thing, its GDP would be, you know, one of the Gigantic. biggest in the world. <laughs> yeah. um, and for that matter, um, you know, because the U.S. Department of Defense is, if you had to pick one single organization that was responsible for the most climate uh, damage, it would be the DOD, I think, even more than petroleum companies. Yeah, uh, I think the the closest approximation that we could make right now with with her point or with their point um, last week was with has was respect to Hezbollah would be uh, calling uh, the it's the IDF a uh, a a United States backed uh, militia. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear what <clears throat> Bernie Sanders said last week? 
uh, <laughs> let's stop giving money to Israel? Yeah, I was shocked. <laughs> I, I, what I, I was shocked that it took him so long, frankly. For real. Because yeah. I, he is a, he's an interesting guy. Yeah. He really is. He's very, very principled in what he believes in, man. He believes to the, he really believes it. It's, it's, it's refreshing because Congress is, you know, a bunch of liars and thieves and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, look at, well, I won't mention any names because they're on the well, Democratic side, but yeah, you know they're all th- th- there's why? they're all for sale. How's that? Why they're wouldn't you mention them if they're on the Democratic side? Because you know I'm a Republican and I can pick on my own people. I don't need well, to pick on my, your, your people. Sadly, <laughs> they're your people too. Yes, they well, are. There, there are representatives. Not Menendez, though. No, well, Bob Menendez. <laughs> oh well, look if. <laughs> Bob Menendez is another example of how uh, the Democratic Party can provide the best politicians money can buy. And, you know. <laughs> Very eloquent. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see the new charges filed? Because apparently not only has he yes. been throwing aid to Israel, but also Gother as well. Yeah, so, yeah. hey. They interviewed Chris Christie about him because, you know, he was U.S. Yeah, attorney. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. Said that well, guy, and they were both from New Jersey. Right. And he said that he's been corrupt from the get-go. Sure. Everybody knew it. And he said the most shocking thing to Chris Christie was when the FBI, when he was first elected or uh-huh. nom- appointed to U.S. attorney, that the FBI came to him and said, so we're going to do corruption. We're going to start at $5,000. He said, $5,000? Who would give their career away for 5000 He said, Bob Menendez. They all would, yes. <laughs> yeah, it was a very funny, it was very, I thought, refreshingly open about, you know, the politicians. I mean, they, they went after, I think, 300 different people they got, well, he got guilty pleas on. Kudos to the uh, uh, U.S. Department of Justice for learning their lessons from the last time they went after Senator Menendez for corruption, which blew up in their face. Yeah. Well, they just found more trials and they just the whole thing fell apart uh, at trial. Well, they probably do you think they didn't go to his house and find the gold bars back then (laughs) Uh, in the pockets of his jacket? Apparently they didn't. (laughs) You know, they didn't uh, like they had. They had real evidence, but it was they were able. We we actually talked about this before, but like the evidence they had was certainly plausible. But like, you know, I can see why uh, uh, the jury, a lot of the jury, was like, I'm not sure about for beyond a, a reasonable doubt. Part of it is also because like it was corruption involving um, uh, a longtime friend of of Menendez who was a. Uh, uh, Dentist, I want to say, but somebody, somebody who it was a thing involving, you know, Menendez leaning on health insurance companies and whatnot. And it's like, oh, okay, so you're saying he might have been, you know, scummy and corrupt and helping somebody fight with an insurance company over how over their conflicting policies and what they pay out for health insurance. Oh, wait, which side are we on? here? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) It's like, hmm. You know, like, I'm not sure he's actually doing anything wrong here. I mean, I, I maybe you want your senator to do that for you. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, like I said, they learned their lesson. Um, but uh, circling. Should ba- he be um, ex- ex- expelled from the Senate? I think so. Well, I think that's certainly something they should seriously consider. I mean, you know, he hasn't been convicted of a crime. And in fact, you know, like they went after him like this once before. And they failed, so I can understand being a bit uh, nervous about taking action. But yeah, I certainly I think uh, uh, Senator Menendez, uh, this doesn't look good. You know what my party's saying? Get rid of him. We got rid of Santos. Your turn. (laughs) I I. (laughs) But Santos was such an extreme case. I mean. I, I in the end I'd be okay with uh, uh, expelling Senator Menendez from the Senate. Certainly, they should. There goes the one, majority. Well, they, number one, they should strip him of his uh, committee seats. Oh, he shouldn't be getting um, briefings. No. Yeah. Yeah, they got to stop that. Schumer doesn't act very quickly. <laughs> well, Schumer acts. Yeah. At at his age, you know, he's he's, he's got to take it slow. Um. Because, you know, like most people in important positions in the United States uh, government, he's, you know, elderly. So, uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, Senator Sanders has called for uh, uh, not sending 
uh, U.S. munitions to Israel, which is which is good. Uh, I, you know, I don't. We sh- I think we should be using our influence to stop uh, Israel from killing people in Gaza. Uh, but failing that, we should at very least stop selling them the the weapons they use to do it. Especially because, uh, you know, it's not all like precision guided munitions, which I think, you know, they're using to kill people anyways. But like, you know, there's a lot of just plain old bombs you drop out of a plane. Bunker and they busters. Just, yeah, yeah. And they just fall down and hit wherever they land. And, yeah, because they're trying know, to collapse the, tu- the tunnels. So. Yeah. I, I got to say, a thing I wonder about, and this is me sort of, uh, we weren't, we tried to pregame the show talking a bit about what we we're going to talk about. And this isn't way off where we were. But just the thing I wonder about is supposedly there are all these tunnels under Gaza that Hamas, uh, the Hamas administration in Gaza has been building this network of tunnels underneath uh, Gaza going down hundreds of feet potentially, like creating this sort of network that can move things around and hide soldiers and whatnot. Um, But they have millions, there's over 2 million people in Gaza. Um, And I'm willing to bet that over 99% of those people do not want to die in a bombing attack by Israel. So why aren't those people hiding in the tunnels? If this tunnel network is so extensive, I would expect all these people who are having their homes up on the ground blown apart you know like because so much of gaza has been reduced to rubble i would expect people to be going down into the tunnels and hiding out and living there well israel's been flooding the tunnels so maybe not with water salt water. i mean oh okay well that would because they I mean, didn't want people to go down i the, <laughs> i i i i'd heard that they were doing that but i hadn't actually seen confirmation that that was I haven't actually seen happening any video of it I mean, it, it was a thing like oh that's why israel's flooding them with seawater and it was on twitter and i'm like i just you know you know elon musk's uh, social media site i i just if i don't know who that is i i can't trust it so yeah and i i was watching mean you know i watch tv so i was watching mainstream but i didn't see you know pictures. tv will rot your brain you know like <laughs> <laughs> your parents should have too, warned you too late <laughs> yeah exactly too late. <clears throat> so there, there's probably a rabbit warren of well there might be underneath. but i mean the the the, I wouldn't uh, want to be buried alive. I might not go in, down in a tunnel. I go in a basement, but I'm not sure I go in a tunnel. It depends on what the tunnel's like. Uh, people living in uh, uh, deep, extensive uh, subterranean cities uh, goes back thousands of years. There's uh, uh, places in Cappadocia, part, you know, part of what's now Turkey, where people were living. You know, and th- this was things they were doing with, you know pre-industrial in some cases i think before they even had maybe had iron tools cliff, they would cliff people in mesoamerica that too yeah. the anasazi yeah. yeah um but that those were built on the cliffs and i think into them to some extent but like these were cities uh uh where they would be building down many levels hundreds of feet um because it was safer you know it was a place to hide and you know they had like wells and schools and just all the things you'd need to actually have a city and they were living down there um and this was without the benefits of the modern technology we have to like purify water and treat waste and circulate air and filter out you know scrub out carbon dioxide and all the other things that we can do uh so it's it's fascinating that uh this extensive tunnel network hasn't been used to to shelter all these people whose lives are in danger uh confirmation they they are pumping water into the or have been uh confirmation from the wall street journal and wbur um oh oh. that's the boston uh, boston university radio there there's a there's a um a here and now where Uh uh, they were speaking with uh Wall Street Journal National Security Deposit, Nancy Yusuf. So, yes, they are pumping well, water into the That tunnels. would be a reason not to take shelter in those tunnels. Or also, you would leave if you already had. Yeah, <laughs> I certainly would. <laughs> well, the, the thing is that the, the tunnels, uh, taking shelter in the tunnels, one, limits your movement, and two, if, if there's a bombing campaign, 
that are trying to destroy the tunnels in the first place it's not it's not the best place to hide you know they're not like that structure it's not like a bomb shelter well, I don't know. That's the point. Well, the pictures what, look like the, the cheap, pictures. M- cheap mines, you know. Yeah, they're the, not the wood timbers, and they're not like inside a piece of sewer pipe, you know, like yeah. a huge. They're somebody. They're not like uh, constructed to code or anything. They, it's not. It's um. It's for travel, and getting around. Mm. But it's not for safety. Mm. So, it's well. like that. It's like <laughs> that uh, lady that is um digging a tunnel network under her house in Virginia. What? What? I'm going to interject some fun here. So (laughs) please, there is a woman, um, Kayla, who uh, is uh, posting on social media about um, her project to Uh build a sub to build a sub basement or something under her home. Right. So she has been documenting this thing for the past year. She's and she's doing it all herself. She's not. She's just like uh, with a shovel and a bucket. She has constructed like ventilation uh she rigged up a elevator to bring up the rock because she's actually looking for stone to do a, another project so she's digging she is it is a whole thing that she's doing and people have been following her and watching it's like oh this is really interesting she's building like she's mining under her house i hope her foundation is good here's the thing <laughs> yeah me too everybody thought that she was like in montana or something where she's in virginia like north virginia I'm not sure I'd dig down too far in Virginia. On a cul-de-sac. <laughs> she has a quarter acre of land. Huh. So hmm. people are like, what? And the, the town, <laughs> finally, like, the state or the, the city has been like, they made her stop because she doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> Sounds like maybe she does. <laughs> no. No, she doesn't. She's oh. not trained or anything in it. She's learning, and then people make comments on her videos and everything. She's like, cool, I'll try that. <laughs> there was possibly a fire down there because she's doing welding. There's, like, wooded stuff there. Okay, I, that is fascinating. That, yeah. I've, I'll post about it in the, <clears throat> on, the, on the website. But, yeah. Um, I think we are in the age of disenlightenment. The thing is that she, no she's doing it just because she can. Yeah, she's just she just wants to. The thing is that her all of her neighbors um, are either immigrants or they might be undocumented. So a lot of them didn't want to call the cops on her, even though there's jackhammering and const- actual construction coming from her and home. rocks coming out the yeah. front door or something. <laughs> so the caucasity of it all is very interesting. <laughs> that is interesting, and <laughs> and I, so, but. It's like that. Like Hang on, the, Sue. Don't get any ideas. I'm just thinking. <laughs> I was thinking. We're probably a little too near the Connecticut River for you to be doing any kind of excavating like that. There's a spring an... in my neighborhood. I don't think I'll be digging down. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, exactly. The water table is not I don't know what's going to ha- like it's it's wild. But um <laughs> yeah, it's but going back. Wow, I forgot there was a mic in front. Going yes, back. Yes. <laughs> the um the tunnel network in Gaza like some of it is cement some of it and they there is electricity like lights strung down there i i'm sure some of them like the more used ones have ventilation things like that room but, enough for a car i've heard some of them yeah they yeah. i mean they those are the photos i've seen that israel's been showing off like look at all these extensive tunnels and how yeah. how elaborate they are and i'm like okay but well. they're not but they're not like uh not all of them are like that structurally sound. Uh, not all of them are are shaped like that to move like vehicles through. Um, so it it is it might be a good place to hide from military, you know. But uh, actual bombs, you mean soldiers as opposed to airplanes? Yes, okay. like actual ground people coming in or or artillery things like like uh, armor or things like that like tanks and stuff but like bombs uh that are collapsing buildings then the entrance just gets covered well if your air supply shut off you're doomed yeah well that's uh, that's true but if it's a tunnel that leads somewhere then the other end might get covered too well that's true it's not yeah that hiding in a hiding in a in a in a basement is good for uh, blasts if you have food, water, air, you know, but you know, like, and honestly, 
uh, nuclear shelters word. Well, it's, it's, it's just <laughs> you know. the thing I wonder about because uh, uh, the uh, Israeli ambassador to uh, the UK uh, was on uh, LBC, which is a British radio station. Um, and actually, I just heard this quoted on uh, Democracy Now! Uh, earlier this evening as I was driving over here. Um, but she was saying, like, you know, every second house has a has an access to this tunnel system, you know. So we've, you know, we have to just destroy everything in order to get, you know, root out these tunnels. And uh, the host she was talking to was like, "Well, wait a minute, are you suggesting that we just have to destroy all of Gaza?" And she's like, "Do you have a better solution?" Oh, and yeah, I like, heard that too. That was oh. that was disturbing. It's like, um, yes, man. it's called not killing everyone, <laughs> but okay, counts over twenty thousand. Yeah. yeah. 300 miles of tunnels cannot connect to every other house. No. In 25 miles. No. It can't. No. So that can't be a fact, I yeah. guess, just by deduction. So. Yeah. Well, assuming, uh, you know, I, I have no idea. Yeah. But the, but there are a lots of claims being made about how extensive this tunnel network are. And I just, um, it's it really is a great example of how, like, the truth is the first casualty of war. I just have no idea what the truth is. So the tunnels are poisoning the blood of the Israelis, huh? Appa- apparently. Yeah. I don't know. That's scary. I have near my house, I live in Florence, uh-huh. and I drive to work towards East Hampton, and there's a big sign that says somebody's house. I, haven't, I don't know who they are. says, Free Gaza. A big sign. Yeah. In front of the house. Yeah. So it's... There were a bunch of people um, in the Northampton roundabout coming off of the bridge with free Gaza and free Palestine signs, like maybe like 15 people with yeah. big signs. I, I honked. Yeah. You know. I, yeah. Nobody, I, nobody's going to benefit from this war. This is terrible. Well, yeah. Well. Never mind the Ukrainian war. And, I right. Mean, I, I just, mean, the world is at war in a way. Are we at war? Uh, certainly indirectly, because we're actually uh, arming people involved in several uh, conflicts around the world. Uh we you have know, ships in the in the well, Red Sea. Ships in the Red Sea. We're we're supplying arms to Israel. We are supplying arms to Ukraine. We're supplying arms for the war in Yemen as well to the Saudis. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. One. You know, um, and I I think it's extremely likely. I I don't know, but given the way the United States has operated in the past, there's probably some U.S. personnel involved in, you know covert or or support capacities involved in actually making these uh helping these wars happen and whatnot so. well the the hostage i think there's a couple of u.s folks i think are still alive and hostage in uh gaza, gaza somewhere? yeah so we i bet our special forces are trying to figure out where they, they are. might be yeah it's not i certainly wouldn't rule that out i'd want them to look for me if i was well yes i would <laughs> certainly like to be rescued if i were being held captive by hamas <laughs> you know <laughs> like I, I want Israel to not kill everyone in Gaza. Like, I really want the killing to stop. But that means that's because, like, I care about human lives. So I also would like all the hostages who were captured on October 7th, which was, you know, going on three months ago. If those, any of those people who are still in captivity and still alive, I want them to be released right away. It's, you know, it's unconscionable to kidnap people like that. It's just it's it, you know it's 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 a crime, and uh, yeah, let's 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 have people living in peace, safety, and freedom everywhere. What a crazy idea! I don't know. It's almost like I was listening to all the stuff about how Amer about you know the American Revolution and the Declaration of Independence and all that stuff when I was a kid and believed it. Did you hear Biden's speech today? It I was, did not. It was right along those lines. You, you'll enjoy it. It's hard. He doesn't give a very good speech, but the words are good. Maybe you should read it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not the worst speaker, but he's not. He, he doesn't have that je ne sais quoi that, say, Barack Obama does. Yeah. And yeah. when he starts yelling really loud about how you know, good America is and all that, it just, it, it's, uh, it's yeah. not quite timed right or something. You know, yeah. I look It does sound cl- a bit like, hey, get off America's lawn, people. <laughs> I'm like, but I live here. <laughs> yeah. But it's a it's a good speech. It's well written yeah. and it is actually really and it's a lot about Trump and you know I I thought it was good because it was fairly specific. But when I was looking at Biden, his left eye and his left corner of his mouth look a little low to me. 
yeah, he's uh, he's getting old. Yeah. And I was, I was watching him talk, and, you know, he makes mistakes with words because he was a stutterer. He always has been. Yeah. 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 But it, I was looking he's at him going. He's always been fumble-tongued, yeah. Yeah, but I was thinking uh, he's probably real tired of doing this. I think so. But the, the, the droop, though, like my left eye, as I've gotten older, has been a bit droopier than it used to be. So, like, just, you know, like the, oh, the left side of his face, what if he's had a stroke? And, I mean, like, I think we would have heard. And I just, I don't think that, you know, it's not necessarily a sign that that's actually a indication of any kind of serious medical problem. Just, you know, if you notice my left eye gets sleepier and sleepier, one of these days I'm just going to look like Popeye, you know? <laughs> I'll just need a pipe. Anyway, uh, so we are approaching the end of the first half here. But, uh, John, you got something to say? Please do. I just want to say before we get off the topic of Biden's speech, yes. it was very um, specific about Trump, mm-hmm. like you said, uh, about the, the worries of democracy and everything. And um, from what I from what I know about it, and I'm hoping that in in this new year that the the Democrats that are running will not talk about Trump as much as much as what they are going to do how they are going to make things better, what they are like positive aspects of their, of their candidacies, all of them. Like we need to, they need to stop resting on Trump. I don't disagree. Um, Part of the problem, this is a whole thing we should, we should talk about in in the second half, I think. And I think that's kind of where, where we're going. I would just like to, as we wrap up our first half, just, uh, uh, a thing circling way back to uh, uh, something Cole mentioned on the show that really got me thinking um, was uh, I hadn't realized uh, just how extensively Israel had been attacking, like, you know, blowing up people at the Damascus airport and so forth. And last week they actually um, launched probably probably used some kind of drone or whatever, but. Uh, uh, they actually killed somebody who was a senior uh, official in Hamas uh, while they were in an apartment in uh, in Beirut, in Lebanon. And uh, it's a private residence, as far as I can tell. And uh, I just thought, wow, that's really something. Like, like that is... In my, when I'd heard about these things before, I'd always thought it was sort of like akin to the way the U.S. would, would, you know, launched strikes against, you know, Al-Qaeda has a base out in the, you know, out in the hinterlands in Afghanistan. And so the U.S. hit it with cruise missiles. And, uh, you know, people can criticize that, all, you know, if they want to, for sure. But uh, the idea of like, OK, it's it's basically like this little enclave of this group out not near anything, you know. And it's the same kind of logic of like if somebody were to launch an attack on an American air base in Germany, say, you know, it's like, well, like, yes, it's in Germany, but it's an American air base. You know, it's a different kind of thing uh, than just blowing up a building in, say, you know, Boston and uh, killing somebody there because they were a foreign official. And uh, I just thought it was just really shocking that Israel did that. And I think it's noteworthy. Israel denies its involvement, or at least they haven't confirmed it. But uh, uh, an Israeli government spokesperson did make clear to specify that we, you know, we can't, you know, we didn't have anything to do with this. But whoever did it, you know, should make clear that it was all about their issues with Hamas and nothing to do with the government of Lebanon. And I thought, if somebody else did it, why do they need to make that clear? <laughs> Perfect. <clears throat> so, yes. But it's good that Israel has notes for other people's uh, assassinations. Uh, uh, handy. They're experts, you know. You've got to listen to the pros. Anyway, so we're going to take uh, take a short break here, play some PSAs, promos, and station IDs, uh, and maybe read some listener emails. Cross Fingers crossed. Um, anyway, so we'll be back with more civil politics here on Valley Free Radio in just a couple of minutes. Please don't go away. We will be right back. 
The Amherst Boys and Girls Club, your place to laugh, learn, and grow. If you are between grades 1 through 12 and want a place to meet up, relax, play games, and even get some extra help with school, check out the Amherst Boys and Girls Club. The most important thing you'll do is learn about yourself and the kind of person you're capable of being. The Amherst Boys and Girls Club, your place, your future. AmherstBGC.org. The Amherst Boys and Girls Club is not affiliated with the National Boys and Girls Club of America. It's an independent entity that exists because of the support of the community near and far. Using WIC is easier than ever. Now you can use the WIC card instead of checks for your food purchases. WIC is a free nutrition program that helps working families stretch their food budget and make healthy choices. WIC helps families learn to shop for nutritious foods and offers resources like online nutrition education and an app to make shopping easier. Visit us online at mass.gov WIC to find out if you qualify. This message is brought to you by the Massachusetts Department of Public Health's WIC Nutrition Program. How long and how hard would you work to own your own home? At Pioneer Valley Habitat for Humanity, future homeowners contribute dozens of hours to build a home for their family, but they need your help. Thousands of community supporters have participated in this work since 1989. They create a partnership with a future homeowner and Habitat to build a home, strengthen our neighborhoods, and create a legacy for our community. Grab a hammer, lend a hand, build a better world. Volunteer and support Pioneer Valley Habitat for Humanity. pvhabitat.org. Here's a slice of advice about pizza boxes. It's okay to recycle the entire pizza box as long as it's empty. For a long time, creasy boxes were assumed to cause recycling problems, but a new study proved they don't. It's time to capture the 3 billion pizza boxes used annually in the U.S. Visit RecycleSmartMA.org to learn more about what can and can't get recycled. After you've enjoyed tonight's pizza, turn the box inside out, discard what falls out, and recycle the rest. Brought to you by the Northampton DPW. Grow Food Northampton helps you make the local food system better. This is Michael Skillcorn, Director of Programs. You can join us by shopping at Northampton Tuesday Market, getting a plot at our community garden in Florence, buying a farm share at Crimson and Clover or Sawmill Herb Farm. You can volunteer with us in our giving garden or participate in our neighborhood markets that bring the local food movement to underserved communities in Northampton. Get involved and support our work at growfoodnorthampton.com. E hablamos español. You don't let your kids play in the toilet. That's what it's like when pet owners don't pick up pet waste. Irrigation and stormwater can carry this pollutant to storm drains and retention areas where our children play. Do the right thing. For yourself and your community, pick up after your pet. Bag it and properly dispose of it in the trash. Remember, only rain in the storm drain. Brought to you by Stormwater Outreach for regional municipalities. Visit storm at www.azstorm.org. The Forbes Library staff would like to remind you of the incredible resource that you have in your local public library. We have tens of thousands of books for you to check out, music CDs, movies, newspapers from around the region, the state, and the country. We have a wide variety of magazines and free computer and internet access every day. We also have our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems. All of this is free, locally available at 20 West Street in Northampton, so come by and check us out in person or at www.forbeslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information. Want to make a difference in a big way? Nearly 200 children in Hampshire County are on a waiting list to be matched with adult mentors called BIGS. Children who are matched with mentors through Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Hampshire County do better in school, report higher self-confidence, and have better relationships with peers. Start something. Call 413-259-3345 and volunteer or donate to Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Hampshire County. I was searching for an answer when I reached out and found Narcotics Anonymous. With the help of recovering addicts, I realized I was not alone. Call Narcotics Anonymous toll-free at 1-866-NA-HELP-YOU or log on at newenglandna.org. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow. 
That's still John Roberts pushing the buttons. And Sue Timberlake pushing my buttons. Sue, you had something you wanted to say. <laughs> my favorite pastime. <laughs> so you were saying about how they, they you know, sent a, whatever, a drone or something into the Beirut. I don't know exactly how they did it, but they but blew they up a chunk of him, and they killed yeah. five or six other people at least yes. and mm-hmm. did big damage to the building, if you saw the Yes, I did, yes. Yeah. Well, so when Obama went after Osama... Yes, <laughs> They did it with special forces. They could have dropped a bomb on that house in Pakistan. That's true. And they decided that they didn't want to have that kind of relationship with Pakistan, which obviously whoever did this in Beirut didn't care about. And they went in with special forces and they, you know, murdered them and yeah. <laughs> killed everybody else in the house. But they yeah. didn't they didn't drop a bomb on it and they could have. So that's 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 the US. I mean, that's better, I think. Is it better? Oh man, that's a whole conversation right there. <clears throat> um, in an, I, my thumbnail response to that is one: uh, we wanted to be absolutely one hundred percent certain that we actually got the guy who was behind nine eleven because that was such a big deal, and launched. You and when know, we buried him at sea. That's right. Yeah, launched the thousand ships uh, of uh, terrible war crimes and mistakes and foolishness that was our invasion of Iraq. Um, also, we have used drone strikes to just blow up a whole bunch of people a lot of times. I think Usually was, a car on a road, but yes. Yeah, but, you know, we've we've hit weddings and funerals. I was just going to say, I remember the wedding we You know, and the, yeah. the, you know who could forget the Obama things like... Obama did so many drone strikes. That school bus full of children in Yemen a few years ago. Ah, good times. Um... So, but I was just comparing those. Yeah, two. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah. I think, I think it was a matter of like the stakes were so high, but also like the the political capital to be gained from sending in, you know, Navy SEALs like that. In a way, I think wasn't this. It wouldn't be equivalent for whoever the heck I can't. I don't remember the gentleman's name who was killed or, or was the target of the attack. Oh, you um, mean in Beirut? In Beirut this past week. Or? Yes, this past week. So, uh, you know, I think there's a reason why Israel might not, might not have done that. No, but also, and we don't uh, know if it's it would have been, we, we, they, they haven't admitted it. So yeah. somebody did it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have to admit, it is certainly possible that it was, you know, if I were a rival in Hamas who wanted to get rid of somebody I didn't like, uh, but didn't want people to think how convenient Mike's killing it. Mike's <laughs> killing his rivals. <laughs> you know, that would be not a terrible way to do it. I just I recognize that's possible. But I do think that the uh, the the coy statement by the Israeli uh, 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 press official afterwards it's a telltale is is certainly yeah. suggestive that Israel is, knows they did it. Yeah, uh, they're on your point. Um, the the attack on the. Uh, Iranian uh the the um the the, fun- the no the the funeral um in oh, oh the funeral for him yeah, yeah uh the or the the funeral in Iran last yeah, week there yeah there was yeah. a there was an attack on that a lot of people died and nobody knew who did it and it turns out it was um Islamic state yeah and they said they were trying to uh goad a a conflict cuz they were trying to make oh, it seem like flag. yeah, yeah. Oh boy! To try to get Israel to because they were, yeah. So gasoline on. Yeah, exactly. So fun times. Uh, And that does seem plausible (laughs) to me. You know, I I don't I don't know that that's true, but like I've read that, and it certainly seems. Yeah, that sounds like something Daesh would do. That's what they they've released a statement saying that. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying like it probably. I'm saying they claimed it. The Islamic State. Claim doing that. Yeah. So they said, and hey, we tried. <laughs> differentiated as ISIS-K, which I don't know which group that is, but it's one of the ISIS. They're, 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 they're like an evil franchise. <laughs> you know. Good to know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so switching gears a bit, because uh, we wanted to talk at that's least. ISIL. Right. Oh, it was ISIL? It's, uh, that's ISIL. The, Islam- the Islamic State, that's ISIL. And I heard ISIS dash K. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah, like there's, there's. Who can keep track? So much. Just, <laughs> just being accurate. There, yeah. <clears throat> so uh, we wanted to talk at least a little bit about um, the uh, ruling out of Colorado because uh, we mentioned it last week, but we didn't really have time to get into it. Uh, the Colorado State Supreme Court um, 
reviewed an earlier decision by a trial court in Colorado. Uh, and the trial court held that uh, Donald Trump, while he was president of the United States, uh, you know, engaged in insurrection, uh, a project that led up to the January 6th uh, attack on the Capitol. Uh, third anniversary of which is tomorrow. Woohoo! Um, a day that'll live in infamy. Yeah. And um, the uh, Supreme Court in Colorado, well, the, 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 the trial court said he's an insurrectionist, but their ruling of the 14th Amendment's third clause was that it doesn't actually apply to the president. Uh, the Colorado State Supreme Court reviewed that decision and said, well, their factual determination is... They did hearings, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, the, the factual determination of the trial court does seem to, you know... The way appellate courts tend to work is they tend to uh, leave the determination of facts but to the trial courts, and they review whether or not the trial court then did the did the right thing the right. with the, yes. the law. Yeah. So, and they said basically, like, yeah, they got it right about the insurrection part, but no, the 14th Amendment absolutely does apply to presidents, and so Mr. Trump cannot be on any ballot uh, here in Colorado, either the primary or the general. And their ruling was, they, they stayed their own ruling through yesterday, January 4th, the point of which was, uh, that's the deadline to get on the ballot. So, like, Colorado needs to know when, needs to know who's going to be on the ballot so they can have everything ready to, uh, you know, print all the ballots and get them out uh, in time for their primary on March 5th. <coughs> and they mailed it um, military and overseas January 29th. So, they right. Need to get so, they got to print them beforehand and whatnot. So, mm, uh, while we were getting ready for the show, there was a, a, a news flash that the U.S. Supreme Court has taken up Mr. Trump's appeal of this matter. And, uh, uh, you know, the Supreme Court, U.S. Supreme Court will hold hearings. In February 8th. February 8th. Thank you, Sue. Um, good old Sue doing the homework for me. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> I heard the news just on the way before I got here tonight. So oh, I was like. You're paying more attention than I was, I guess. <laughs> Um, so the, uh, uh, the, 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 there'll be hearing on the eighth and so there'll be a ruling after that. Um, so I didn't see anything about whether or not, uh, the U S Supreme court had issued a formal injunction, you know, preventing Colorado's state Supreme court's ruling from taking place or not. And I think it's uh, like, and I'm, I'm kind of frustrated by that like i i was trying to scroll through on my phone and find stuff beforehand but the various news outlets they didn't actually address this point because if the supreme court if the u.s supreme court did not issue an injunction of any kind if they allowed colorado's ruling to proceed then it's moot because mr trump's name will not be on the primary ballot and if they did issue an injunction then it's moot because Mr. Trump's name will be on the primary ballot, and even if they find in favor of the state of Colorado, his name will still be on the primary ballot. They won't have time to change them. I'm going to make a prediction. Uh, please do. <laughs> and it's an uneducated one. But Oh, well, wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> uneducated predictions are my job. <laughs> <laughs> well, two things. One is Massachusetts has just filed, I heard, um, sometime today, that we're, we're looking at taking them off the ballot, too. Sure. There's something percolating i don't know where it is or where it stands yeah. but if i were the supreme court of the united states of yeah. the united states and i was as spineless and chicken chicken as they liver. are yes as they are at the moment and and doing things that are not legal or whatever in my opinion which is yeah, uneducated yeah, yeah. um i would take this up and then i would rule the following mm -hmm. that you you can't take them off the primary ballot because it's up to the states and it's up to the parties, but that you can take them off the general election. And they would split that hair, and then they would go back in their rat holes. <laughs> and it would do nothing for what's happening right now, but they are so... They, I, you know, between Justice Thomas, I mean, does anybody like the Supreme Court right now? I don't think so. Uh, I, Nobody I know likes them. No, certainly I don't think anybody who doesn't have a strong partisan agenda uh, 
that uh, the conservative supermajority is servicing, I think, particularly likes the Supreme Court. <laughs> I like individual justices. And there are even, I, I have to say, I have some respect for John Roberts, even though yes, I think... Yes, I do too for and, him. And for Neil Gorsuch, even though I think they are both definitely deeply partisan conservatives, I think they nevertheless, like, I honestly, they, they surprise me sometimes with the rulings they make and the decisions they make. And they seem to be at least trying to do, to, to actually stay within the role of a justice. It's like, well, we've got to adjudicate what the law is and make sure, resolve potential conflicts between them and interpret, you know, resolve disputes about interpretations thereof. Um, and how they do that is just say the ballot in the Constitution is referring to is the final election ballot. Which is certainly possible. Yeah, because there's all these other arguments that, you know, make your hair curl that people are coming up with. Well, they didn't <laughs> do primaries in the 1790s. That is certainly true. Oh, there you go. The textualists can do it. But, uh, John, go ahead. Uh, the free, free speech for people mm -hmm. and a Massachusetts-based civil rights firm, uh, Lichten and Liss Riordan, uh, PC, uh, filed a an objection for the ballot law commission mm -hmm. so oh, that's so yeah. so yeah that happened yesterday uh so they they filed the petition but there hasn't been any movement on it as of yet so is it um in massachusetts is it uh massachusetts and, it, and illinois hmm. is it a, an administrative procedure here in massachusetts as it is in, up in maine where the state you know, the secretary of the state of Maine said know. he's Mr. Trump can't be on the ballot up there. I'll check. Yeah, because that's yeah, that's a very that's different that's matter. The difference, yep, and yeah. that's the difference between Michigan and all sorts of other stuff. Well, yeah. and and, and yeah. so the Gavin hasn't did not ma make a comment by the way, just yeah, because we're all shocked about this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <clears throat> Gavin. So the <laughs> the uh, <laughs> but the. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, diff each state has its own primary at different times, and they have their own rules about how primaries operate. In a way, I think it's it's going to be a trickier matter with the general election because um, the the, the parties may nominate them. The parties, yeah. the parties nominate them, and it's like this is our party's nominee across the nation. And they go, nope. So unless, <laughs> you know, so like unless there's, you know, saying like there is no Republican nominee, you know, like the, the Republican candidate is not going to appear on the ballot, then they kind of have to do that. But again, states have the authority to regulate their own elections. And certainly, yeah, it's it's it is a potentially interesting academic issue. Um, <clears throat> so it'll be with uh, uh, noteworthy partisan outcomes and whatnot. And given that we are still using the flawed and stupid and uh, destructive, bad, I don't like it, uh, electoral college system oh, yeah. um, where it matters appearing on a state's ballot because do you, you know, and it's not just a matter of not appearing. Um, my understanding is that Colorado's ruling is that votes, people who wrote in Donald Trump to be for their presidential vote those votes would be invalid. So, you know, Trump could get 10 million votes and everybody else could get five between them. And whoever got the most of those five would be the person who won. Except for in Maine, because they have um, ranked choice. Right. <laughs> um, Gavin did make a statement about the... Newsom? Uh, um, California? Yeah, Gavin. Yeah. No. Uh, our, our secretary... Oh, Galvin. Galvin. Oh, Galvin. <laughs> I Galvin, you'd be familiar with Gavin yeah. Newsom? Yeah, yeah. I thought you were making a Gavin Newsom reference. Like, no, <laughs> no. William, Ga William oh, Galvin. Oh, the Prince of Darkness. Yeah, that's yeah. Yes. there. We that's go. why I was that's, like Galvin. That's so, our old friend Sue. Um, <laughs> he, great. He, um, so he said. I think there's been a lot of confusion between ballot access issue and the issue of eligibility. The real issue presented by the Fourteenth Amendment is eligibility to be president. Um, adding that he hoped to see a decisive dis decision from the Supreme Court. He said um, a number of Democratic activists uh, have been calling that Trump be removed. And he said, what do you suggest that I do if people write him in? Well, they said, don't count him. I said, are you serious? 
Elections and primaries are about voters. They're not about candidates. They're not about offices. They're about voters. It's the opportunity to make a decision the voters have. We're not going to deprive voters of the right to cast a ballot. A lot of people have said this is about defending democracy, and as a citizen, I might agree with that. But I think the best way to defend democracy is to participate in democracy, and that opportunity is here for everyone in Massachusetts. Oh boy! So he's gonna he's gonna do something to the petition because he's done that before. He's probably just well, I he's don't know. killed he's killed stuff that was a bona fide petition. It seems and or mis misdrafted it. From what I'm understanding here, mm-hmm. I think the they have to go through the court, uh, and if if it's the uh, if it's up to Galvin, then he's not going to do anything. If it's like if it's like in Maine, I have to say, if I were in his position, I'd certainly uh, think twice about uh, uh, trying to, you know, uh, uh, carve up this particular baby, you know. I don't know how how Solomonic my wisdom is. Well, and they have the ballot already. They have the order already. Yeah. In Massachusetts. Yeah, and Massachusetts, I believe, also March third. Yeah. Yeah, we're also Super Tuesday. Or fifth. Yeah, yeah. Whenever the. We're also Super Tuesday, I think. So yeah. 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 So it's Chris Christie and Trump is fourth. So Chris Christie got the first, first slot on the ballot. Oh. Okay. So they do it by. F- Alphabetical. Flip of a coin. No, flip of a coin. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. Well, I didn't know that. <coughs> so f- several coins, I guess, then. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's four. Um, well, uh, and certainly... Oh, so we'll have a battle. This will be fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Tune yeah. in next week. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, 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 the next several weeks. Um, we only have a couple of minutes left here, but uh, I do want to just say, and this is this is something we talked a bit about uh, beforehand, uh, just I really hope that the Democratic Party gets its act together and starts presenting a... A positive vision. I mean, I like no offense, Sue, but I think that what the Republican Party, uh, think their main policy perce- uh, uh, proposals are bad. You know, like like letting Russia conquer Ukraine, uh, ending a uh, reproductive justice, uh, you know, cutting health insurance for people. Uh, they they haven't gotten rid of the whole repeal Obamacare idea, uh, so. You know, like what they want to do. If my party can't keep the government running, we're in trouble. Right. So (laughs) which is this month. Right. 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 The first deadline. So so all of that, you know, there are all these reasons why I think it's a terrible idea to vote for Republicans for elected office right now, because what they want to do with those elected offices are just genuinely bad for everybody. Um, And that's that's not even getting into things like climate change denialism and so forth. Um and I think the Democrats have actually a number of positive accomplishments they can point to, like they, you know, uh, they we actually have done more to uh, actually government action to fight climate change and whatnot, and you know, helping people get back on their feet and fighting poverty and everything. Th- th- there's good stuff, but uh, not only are we not doing a good job of articulating that in a way that is catching with the media and the public, um, and part of that I guess is because the media likes a you know. Arr! the two sides fight they battle approach but also um we are absolutely just dropping the ball in the idea of like well we're morally better than the republicans except you know when it comes to like opposing genocide in gaza like then we're right there with the worst of everybody you know you guys got to learn how to pick a fight and get on the news with it. That's what Trump's going to all his court trials because uh-huh. yep. he's going to get free. Pr- Even Fox doesn't play his rallies anymore or anything. You know, it's really interesting. He that's how he's getting his media coverage. Sure. And and the Democrats and MSNBC, they cover it like there's no tomorrow. They He's wall to wall. Yeah. <laughs> and, it you know, do they not understand I I just, you know, you got to pick a fight. You got to Yes, I agree. Uh, you know, it's I it, agree. It's a, it's a it's a contest. They need to pick a fight in but they need they they need to pick a fight in in a way that doesn't directly reference Republicans. Yes, yep. They need to they need to get on they need to get on air, they need to get on they need to do ad buys, they need to do all this saying um the the we are in a dire situation but this is what we're doing this is what we've done and this is what we're 
this is what we want to do and stick with that. Yep. This is how we are going to secure your right to make a, you know, to healthcare freedom. Exactly. To making your own choice about your body. Your about your body. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, we need we need such an easy argument. Like yeah. you don't even it like I was thinking we don't need positive even we just need affirmative. Right. We this is what we will do. Exactly. We, we have done this, we will do this. Vote for us if you want us to do that. <laughs> There's a and give um, you the Congress to do it, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 hard to watch because you know I love politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm on the other side, but I gotta say, you know, well, you're on the other side in terms <laughs> of like which team jersey you like to wear. Yes, because it's the one you've been backing for a long time. Yes, but um, <laughs> but I want a good fight. I don't want it well, to just. And you're also <laughs> absolutely team. Hey, let's repeal the Hyde Amendment because people should be able to get the health care they want. Yeah, yeah. Because feminist. Because if you don't pay for it for the abortion, you'll pay for it when the child is born. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, All for so many reasons. And I hear the eggs flying at my house now, so I better stop. (laughs) No, for my other, the other. Right, right, right. Exactly. (laughs) You're right. Yeah. So um, anyway, we do have to to wrap it up here. I hear the music. So. Sue, genre. Hey, it's been cool doing it live once again. Um, and happy, happy New Year to everybody who's listening. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we'll do this again next week. Assuming you know we don't catch COVID and same die. early time though, right? Yeah, indeed. Six o'clock is our new time slot, folks. So please keep tuning in. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it tonight for Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Thank you for listening. Uh, coming up next is. Uh, actually, I'm not sure what's coming up next. Normally, it's subculture. Well, it's some music of some kind. Right? Yeah, yeah. I know subculture's coming it's up. It's going to be eight. a music mix oh, uh, okay. for now. Right. And then subculture's coming up at 8, and then table of contents at 10 with our great friend Mark Beauvais, who was so nice to us as we sauntered into the studio this evening. Very helpful. And uh, uh, then OK Asia at midnight. We've got a repeat broadcast Monday afternoon at 4, and you can find all of our uh, stuff online uh, but there'll be a podcast of it going out over the weekend i think and yeah so that'll do it uh thanks for listening folks uh good night civil politics is a member of the planetside podcast network to learn more go to planetsidepodcasts.com